Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Engagement Express, the podcast series for HR, engagement and internal communication professionals designed to give you tips and tricks on how to increase engagement in your organization. My name's Katie Seache and I'm a global internal communications and collaboration consultant with over 20 years experience of managing internal communication and engagement strategies for global matrix organizations. I'm so looking forward to taking you through episode 33, which is all about the lovely and dreaded intranet. So, the intranet is dead. Long live the intranet. When you think of the typical intranet, what images come to mind? A standard corporate intranet that houses documents, policies, forms and other project-based materials? A repository, in other words, that is a little stale and out of date? Or is it an all-singing, all-dancing site that serves as a pivotal engagement tool? More of a collaboration tool than a static site? In the golden age of social media, traditional intranets have fallen slightly out of favour. Employees now have expectations of their internal technology tools that match their experience of external tech. It's a difficult and slightly unfair predicament. If you think of the standard bread and butter social collaboration platforms like Facebook or now Meta, LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter and so on, their expertise lies entirely in attracting and retaining more and more of an audience to their apps or sites, whereas a business, organisation or institution cannot possibly be expected to match these tools with internal equivalents. Having said that, there are now many out-of-the-box collaboration and social digital tools that mimic them. It is no longer acceptable to have just a static intranet that acts as a document library and does not feature any social tools or ways to connect with employees and stakeholders outside your immediate team or area of work. I guess a good starting point to understand the purpose of an intranet is to look at the original objectives. Back in the day when I started learning how to code basic websites, having online real estate was a must for any brand of note. Even the laggards who failed to quickly snap up their brand domain names eventually came round to the fact that owning a corporate website was non-negotiable. At the same time, businesses began to realise that employees needed a secure internal site where information, news and updates on the business or institution could be shared with employees and third parties. Some of these sites were nothing more than a series of folders to house and share various materials on projects and programmes. At the same time, there was also a growing appetite to mirror some features and content from websites on intranets, but with a secure layer that prevented external people from accessing it. Early examples of intranets were fairly basic, but included useful information like the company's expenses form, annual leave form and the like. In addition, employees were also keen to see news stories 
and to learn more about how the organisation was faring. Finances aside, employees were also willing to hear and read and see more about leaders, their priorities and goals, and how they envisioned the coming 12 months, for example. This led to an increasing appetite for articles, blogs, videos, and a range of colleague-generated content. This type of format was deemed to be more engaging, insightful, and more authentic, way to keep track of organisations' culture, values, behaviours, and so on. Intranets have evolved extensively over the last five to ten years, with many companies looking to replace the standard corporate tool with a more souped-up platform that facilitates much more than just sharing information. So, where do we find intranets today? Not in the waste bin, for sure, but I think one can safely assert that the traditional intranet will soon be a thing of the past. Any new investment in internal channels like a site or portal of some kind will require some additional layers to encourage and facilitate collaborative working, networking, active knowledge sharing and much more. Perhaps the name of the tool needs a revamp. Intranet somehow seems so dated, so yesterday. Perhaps the continued rapid adoption of employee experience and social collaboration platforms will expedite the demise of the original intranet concept. I'm convinced that this original concept will persist in some shape or form. People are always going to need easy access to forms, policies, procedures and guidance. If content is going to reside on a shared site, accessible via the cloud, then an intranet still makes sense. What is unclear is its role beyond being a place to keep these documents. The employee experience piece is a big part of the engagement puzzle. This forms the basis of an organisation's culture and shapes the employer brand narrative. All internal platforms now need to figure this into their offering, as well as entertainment, learning, social, business narrative and so on. But when does an intranet become an employee experience tool? Which features force the turning point and transition a site from a mere intranet to all of the previously mentioned functionality? What is becoming more apparent is the need for organisations to segregate and categorise their channels to make it easier for their end user. If employees understand the purpose and raison d'etre, if you like, of each channel, it makes it much easier to get the best out of them. Not only this, but also knowing where to share content and how to direct colleagues to it. It's never a good sign when an established employee wants to send everything out via email and has no clue about how content is categorised in general terms. We've all heard the following statement. I don't know how to use XXX, fill in digital channel of your choice. Shall we just send it out as an attachment? I think most internal communication professionals understand that the intranet isn't really going anywhere. But what does need to happen is for an overhaul or certainly a wholesale review of its purpose and objectives. Thank you for listening to episode 33 of Engagement Express. 
Join me in two weeks time for another wonderful interview. Look me up on LinkedIn via Kate Isiche, that's I-S-I-C-H-E-I, to find out more about my services or check out my website, which is www.wheretolookcoms.co.uk. And remember, opportunities to engage are everywhere. All you need to know is where to look.